You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome in, folks, here live on Big Blue View's YouTube channel, and you might be listening to the recording on our audio lineup. I'm Joe DeLeon here with Chris Fum, and we are going to be reacting to and discussing some pretty exciting news for the New York Giants. Of course, they love to do it in the most inconvenient uh, time frame possible at the end of the day on a Friday. But Chris, here we are. The Giants have officially announced that Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, will be their next head coach. And frankly, Chris, I'm excited. I think that it was Brian Dable all along. We, we got all these other interviews and names thrown out there. But the guy that I think is the safest but also best choice for this situation is Dable. Yeah, the, I, I think in retrospect, the Giants have been... They've gone through a good process with their GM and head coach interviews, but they have also been pretty damn transparent. Yeah, Joe Shane was the first interview they had. He was the first finalist in-person interview they had brian dable was their first head coach interview he was right after joe shane was hired he was their first finalist in-person interview and you know both were the guy the giants got a head coach who is he seems to be from this millennium which is nice Mm -hmm. he knows the gm they can work together they can work work and pull in the same direction. And I think that is the most important thing. Yes. That for me, I think is one of the, you know, the big things that that makes this decision great to go with Dable is that you're bringing in somebody who has an established relationship with the general manager. And that connection is going to make it all the more easier for them to piece together a vision that will create a winning culture in New York and we've they've already have a track record of working together and being a part of a winning culture in a different part of New York. So that certainly helps. Um, and I, I even tweeted this out, Chris, that it feels like this is one of the first. I mean, the, the Shane hire and this as well feels like one of the first decisions that they've made in a long time that wasn't like a serious head scratcher. And I'm not saying that Brian Flores would have been a head scratcher. I was an advocate for him. But that was the riskier choice of the two. And I think that I might have been a little bit adverse if they had let Dable end up going to Miami, which sounded like it was a strong possibility this morning and that they really wanted to repair him with Tua. But I, I don't think that there should be any doubts or questions about this decision. Obviously, we need results on the field first. But still, I think that this is the perfect circumstance for them to go forward with Dable. Yeah, I the proof really will be in the pudding. Uh, John Mara, Steve Tisch, Joe Shane, Brian Dable, they can say everything they want to say, but it really will come down to the results on the field. Yeah, you know, I 
I don't want to shortchange Shane and Dable. You know, I don't want to not give them a honeymoon period because we know that the Giants are they are a mess right now. They are in a hole. They have to work their way out of that hole. But you know, we I I feel like Giants fans right now after Ben McAdoo and Pat Shermer and Joe Judge and really most of the entire last decade. Yeah, you know, if you want to say talk is cheap, you know, actions speak louder. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. I absolutely understand that feeling. I also understand it if you want to be excited. <laughs> right, right. And you know, on that note, again, I'm I'm very excited for this decision that we have here. For me, the you know, we already talked about the relationship that was already established is a major positive. Um, I think that the other thing that makes this move really really exciting is the proven track record that he has had with developing young quarterbacks and the the experience that he's had working with young quarterbacks he's been in Alabama and his time as the offense coordinator with the Bills we saw a significant progression from Josh Allen him turning into a guy that was all tools just a really big dude from Wyoming that had a cannon for an arm that was a great athlete that had very little touch on the football to an extent <laughs> because I mean, you still watch him. He, he rockets the ball at his receivers, but he went from a guy that was completing 55% of his passes in college and then early on in his career in the NFL to a point where he's hitting on those traits and he is playing up to his potential and he is turning into one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And that being said, like we don't know for sure who the quarterback of the Giants will be. At the very least, we know that it's going to be Daniel Jones or most likely a young guy. So whatever young guy that they end up drafting this year or next year, or if it's Daniel Jones, I would be uh, I'm looking at this positively and I would be excited to see whoever it is. And I would think that he is going to help develop whoever that guy is into a strong starting quarterback. And you need a good starting quarterback to win in the NFL. That's just a proven fact. Uh, yeah, you you look at the playoffs this year. I think something like 11 of the 14 quarterbacks that were in the playoffs were among the top 10 or among the top 14 in the just in overall efficiency, uh, EPA and completion percentage above expected. Like basically, the only top quarterback who wasn't in the playoffs was Justin Herbert, and that <laughs> wasn't his fault. So, yeah, for me, the most impressive thing about Brian Dayball is how his offense changed to accommodate Josh Allen. And you, you go back and look at the first two years of his tenure in Buffalo, they really didn't run four receiver sets at all. Uh, They had seven snaps in 10 personnel those first two years put together. The second two years, 2020 and 2021, they were in the second most in the whole NFL. They were second most in 2020 and third most in 2021. It was something like 284 snaps combined. The only team that ran more than them was the Arizona Cardinals. So just that understanding of what the quarterback needs to unlock his game, to unlock his potential and to play up to his potential. You know, they went out and got Stefan Diggs 
in the trade. Yeah, and he has been phenomenal for them. But then to understand that, you know, maybe Josh Allen needs a little bit more of a college, we'll call it a grad school offense because it's not exactly a college offense, but it uses a lot of those same things that worked so well for him at the college level. And, you know, forcing defenses into those smaller packages actually helped to unlock Josh Allen's ability with his legs, which unlocked his whole game. And that uh, that actually honestly might keep Daniel Jones here for at least another season because you do see some physical similarities. And before everyone freaks out, I'm not comparing Daniel Jones to Josh Allen, but you do have those physical similarities where they're bigger, they're athletic. We know that Daniel Jones can run and we know that he can pick up yards on the ground and they really love using Josh Allen to do that in Buffalo or he did love doing that. Now <laughs> I'm sure he still loves it. <laughs> right. But now he doesn't have Josh Allen anymore as his quarterback. So Dable might be looking at him and saying like, okay, let's try and actually use Daniel Jones to his strengths. And, and that's something that we saw a little bit in the first year with Daniel Jones, where he was running a lot more and, and he was doing a really good job of it. And then some injuries kind of hampered him a little bit, but the play calling by Jason Garrett and Freddie kitchens wasn't really using that effectively. They weren't doing a very good job of it. And I would be excited to see that if Daniel Jones is the guy and they don't draft anyone, they don't trade for anyone. They don't try to sign anybody to compete with him. If he is the guy, I would expect that you're going to get a lot more rushing attempts from Daniel Jones and a lot more usage of him uh, as as an offensive weapon and as a runner. Yeah, the, I think the question there is how long can he keep that up? Uh, yeah, he just hasn't been as durable as Josh Allen, and that kind of has been not the whole problem, but certainly part of the problem. Yeah. More than anything, I'm. I just like that there is a a head coach in place who has a definite system. Like, I don't. I don't dislike the idea of a special teams coach being the head coach. I mm-hmm. I think that can have some have some advantages. Obviously, it, do, it does in Baltimore with Harbaugh. Uh, Bill Bill Belichick started out as a special teams coach before he became a defensive coordinator. But having a head coach like Brian Dayball, who has a systematic way of approaching the game, yeah, that to me is probably the biggest step forward that this team can take. You know, with Pat Shermer, he was the quarterback whisperer. He was going to be the guy to fix Eli. And, you know, he had that really quarterback friendly offense, but we didn't know what kind of a, a system he had for really directing the team yeah how what kind of vision he had for the team and the same thing about ben mcadoo he was going to fix eli and he had he was going to have the mike mccarthy uh offense but again there wasn't really a system in place it dayball at least it seems like he has a system for how he views football because we saw him really make some pretty profound changes to the alabama offense which were which got to a national championship. And then we saw him, it it took a little while to get some traction with Buffalo, but we saw him figure out how to get that offense to work. So I am excited to see what he can do with the Giants, even if it's not much this year. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. 
because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, that, that is one thing that does need to be indicated here is that it's going to take some time with the current roster situation, but there are some pieces that he can certainly use and there's some good receivers that were underutilized. So maybe this upcoming season could be very effective for this Giants offense um, that really has not played up to its its possible potential. I said this, Chris, when Shane was hired, and I'm going to reiterate it now that Dable has been hired. I think that this is another move that is going to be very detrimental for Saquon Barkley and his likelihood of staying here in New York. I just think that if you look at what they've done in Buffalo, the running backs that they've had in Buffalo, they're not a superstar running back type team. And Saquon hasn't been up to the level of health to even be a superstar running back. So I, I really think that if anyone's getting traded this offseason or moved, it's got to be Saquon. He's got to be the first person that they end up moving on from because he's just, I don't see him fitting in with what they do and and their approach. That was an old regime guy that has kind of held them back a bit because of his lack of availability. So do not be shocked if Saquon is gone very early in the offseason. Yeah, uh, people kind of snickered when Joe Shane said that the Giants have 11 draft picks and not nine draft picks. I personally kind of wonder if that wasn't a little bit of a Freudian slip (laughs) and he isn't looking very seriously at acquiring additional draft picks because he has to know what the Giants' financial status is. Yeah, he even said it in his press conference that they're going to have to make some tough cuts. They're going to have to make some tough choices as they try to get this salary cap you know, in order. And you know, Saquon, he isn't super expensive, but I think you know, $7 million right now, that's not cheap for a running back. And with the Bills, like you said, they're not a superstar running back team. You know, they, you know, their superstar running back is Josh Allen. And Joe Shane said in his introductory press conference, they're going to really rely. Well, maybe not rely is, I think is a little too strong a word, but incorporate a data driven process at pretty much every level of their operation from now on. And I know this is a hot button issue, but one of the things the data says is that by and large, running backs are replaceable. Running back production doesn't really matter based on who is carrying the ball. I mean, uh, Derrick Henry only had, what, 40 yards or so 
against the Bengals. Yeah. Dante Foreman had has had way more yards the last couple of games, but Henry's the king. So, you know, it, it doesn't really matter which running back is carrying the ball. It comes down to can your offense force the defense into smaller personnel groupings? Can your offensive line run block? And then it, finally it comes down to can your running back take advantage of what is blocked for him, take advantage of the favorable personnel matches. And there's a lot of running backs who can, who aren't second overall picks. So I want to, I want to talk about Chris to wrap up here, the potential staff that we're going to see Adam Schefter has already reported. And then I'm seeing on Twitter right now, there's a bunch of people reporting that Ken Dorsey, the quarterbacks coach for the Buffalo bills uh, is going to be the Giants offensive coordinator and Ken Dorsey a little bit of background on him he was in the NFL with three different teams as a quarterback uh, 2003 to 2010 primarily a backup was a seventh round pick out of Miami and then his role as a coach was the quarterbacks coach in Carolina from 2013 to 2017 working with Cam Newton we saw that development and you know he when he wasn't there, Cam Newton kind of completely fell apart for separate reasons. And then additionally, he was with the Bills most recently working with Josh Allen. And I, I got to say that that I think that them bringing over Ken Dorsey, and apparently this was part of what Dable wanted with building his staff and for in order him, for him to become the Giants head coach, he wanted Dorsey to come with him. Um I think that this is a really, really good thing to already know and for them to have. And Dorsey has looked really good as a quarterbacks coach in developing specifically Josh Allen recently. That's like to me that that's enough of a resume to say we took this guy and we turned him into a superstar. <laughs> yeah. That is fantastic. And like I was saying earlier, I'm excited for whoever in the next for the next three years, whoever is that quarterback, if they end up drafting someone or if it's Daniel Jones, I'm excited to see what that development is going to be like. Yeah, that, that I think is the exciting thing is that, you know, like I said before, the Giants have guys in place who view football in a really systematic, organized way. And that's something they haven't had in a long, long time, I don't think. So I'm honestly kind of surprised that the Bills are letting Dorsey go because it seemed like he was kind of the heir apparent to be their offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, that's so, they really kind of got screwed. <laughs> yeah. <think> about it. <laughs> uh, also, for, you know, from what I'm seeing, it's kind of up in the air whether or not Patrick Graham will stick around because I, I think now the big question is what happens with the Giants coaching staff because we have seen that the the position coaches, the coordinators, those guys have been really vital to the Giants' lack of success mm -hmm. lately. And we've seen, yeah, you know, Ben McAdoo have coaches that, you know, they weren't in the NFL before he, or they had been out of football when he hired them. Uh, Joe Judge hired a lot of college coaches to coach in the NFL, which, again, uh, yeah, one or two I'm not against because. The college, the college game is kind of the laboratory for the NFL, and having your finger on that pulse can give you a lot of really good, very innovative ideas. But you have to know how to coach in the NFL. You have to know what 
NFL teams are calling and playing. So I think getting this, uh, getting a very good coaching staff together is going to be the next big thing for this team. And I think that's actually going to come together very quickly. So the next question is, does Patrick Graham stick around? I've seen Wink Martindale, the now former Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator. I've seen his name mentioned quite a bit. And that I think would be a very interesting hire. If Patrick Graham leaves, Uh, if he leaves, hopefully he becomes the Minnesota Vikings head coach. I just hope that for him, but you know, that, that Ravens scheme that's close enough to what the giants run where they'd probably be able to fit most of their players in relatively seamlessly. So, you know, you mentioned there, there's two pieces there I want to unpack. The the Patrick Graham thing, I would think he's probably going to be the priority to keep as as the, the defense coordinator. They went out of their way to interview him and talk to him to reestablish that relationship. And we, we talked about how that's probably not necessarily saying, Patrick, we want you to be our head coach, but we rather want to say that we, if, if whoever we end up picking as that that next head coach, we want you to stay because you've done so much tremendous things with with the defense that you're working with. And I I don't know if it, if they're Dable and Patrick Graham are familiar with each other, but like I'm trying to sit here and you know do the do the murder map with the strings and stuff like that, trying to see if they have any connection to one another. And I think that they overlapped in New England for a very, very brief period of time. So, I mean, there's a possibility that they're familiar with themselves. I'm not going to sit here and try to assume that, but there's a possibility that they're familiar with one another. And I think that that's something to definitely take into account. But for me, I, I would honestly, before they go and get anybody or try to go look for somebody, keep Patrick Graham he has done so much for this this defense that has really had a lot of holes in various spots and if it's not him it's got to be it's got to be Wink Martindale I, I think that to keep hearing his name he would be perfect yeah yeah but I, I still say I would love to see Vic Fangio running this defense because that that man could call a defense but yeah but Patrick Graham, I think keeping him is priority one unless he gets a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants can't stand between him and a head coaching job. But I, I wouldn't want to see him shuffled out just because you know he was with the old regime. He is a damn good coach. As near as I can tell, he's the type of guy who can work with other people. Yeah, he he seems to be a very humble, down to earth type of guy, and yeah, I'd like to see him stay in New York. His defense has been the only thing that has kept this team watchable the last two years, and really see him continue to build his resume because I do think he will be a head coach sooner rather than later, and I'd like to see him get a good job. Yeah, that's a really good point. That. Patrick Graham at some point is probably going to get hired to be a head coach somewhere. He, he It sounds like that's inevitable in the next few years, considering the fact that he's already been, been getting those head coaching interviews, but it might be just a little bit too soon for him to take over and be the head coach of a team. And he doesn't have a ton of experience, even just being a defensive coordinator. So it might be a bit, but to keep him, I think should really be a high priority the only thing that might stand in the way of that is if maybe they offer him 
but Brian Flores convinces him to come with him. That's just something to consider because he was previously Brian Flores's defensive coordinator. But I, I do really, really like the thought of if it's not Patrick Graham, I think Wink Martindale, as you mentioned, it keeps being brought up. He would be a, a really, really exciting hire because we have even more proof of how good of a defensive coordinator Wink Martindale is. I wouldn't be uh, angry with either Graham or Martindale, but we know that Martindale has produced some really, really high-level defenses that were the backbone of those Ravens teams. So again, Martindale, great option. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't think any Giants fan would be angry to see their defense playing as hard and physically as the Baltimore Ravens defense plays. Yeah, that defense is always good. It doesn't matter who's on the field for them. They can be utterly beat up, completely ravaged like it by injury like they were this year, and they can still be a tough defense. That that defense is always a tough out. So I, I think either one of those guys is a really good option. Yeah, that's one that's one area of the team I'm really not worried about right now, which probably means it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get our expectations too high for that defense coordinator job. But regardless, exciting future here for the New York Giants as Brian Dable is going to be the next head coach uh, for the Giants. Uh, that's going to be it for this discussion and talking about Dable taking over. Be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're tuning in. And we will be talking to you next week as it is going to be Senior Bowl week. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.